Hi everyone, welcome to episode 9 of the I Will Die on This Hill podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Alex. And we've got exciting news. Yeah, we've got a special guest this week. We've got my friend Iona who we've been talking about forever. She's our number one fan. <laughs> she is. absolutely incredible. So um, say hi to Iona. Hi. Oh, hi guys. <laughs> what a nice intro. <laughs> We're so excited you're here. Hopefully you'll tame us. Though, a little bit nervous. Are you? <laughs> Don't be nervous. I literally like what was I said last week, Olivia, and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> We've kind of lost inhibition with this yeah, to a worrying extent, but I really hope Iona will maybe keep us on track. <laughs> we're a little bit, we're a little bit shit showy recently, but also we can't put a price on happiness. So also, no, exactly. we're seeing work. that. But this episode is going to be in like unstructured chat. Yeah. So let's just a girl chat. Just a girl chat. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Iona. Um, but a little bit of background, you know. Iona, we lived in halls together. TBT. <laughs> She's the bad influence. <laughs> no, I think we were, we egged each other on. Yeah, we definitely did. It was that. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. How? Well. <laughs> She might have different thoughts on this, but like I feel like in, in our like flat, me and I when I were like we got really close like quite quickly. Yeah. And I wasn't eighteen yet, but I when I was always like ready to go out, ready to party, <laughs> ready to like flirt with boys. Yes. <laughs> and I was like this like little innocent petal. Oh, Excuse <laughs> I love how Iona and I both were exasperated at you saying that. We were like, um, yeah. that's not correct. I was this little innocent petal, little virgin Alex. Not for long, because Iona, like, got me into her ways. All right. <laughs> I popped your cherry. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Basically what you're insinuating. Was it with a cucumber? <laughs> or... Iona. Iona was there the night that me and my first boyfriend, like, got together. Oh, right. Yeah. Hindsight, I, I, I feel like you would have uh, jobbied on that. <laughs> you could have seen what was going to happen. She can't say anything, because not long after that, she started dating his best friend. Yeah, I know. Did he have a Fiat 500 as well? No, he didn't. He couldn't drive. Oh, what's so worse? <laughs> Look at Louis. <laughs> that... It's a sign of a psychopath. <laughs> oh. That's a red flag. Yeah. Oh. But I'm not going to lie. Like, as much as, like, those relationships went down the drain, I love the fact that we dated best friends. Because it actually made things really fun for the four of I us. It did. We had a lot of really good times, actually. And you yeah. gained each other. Pardon? And you gained each other. We did gain each other. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. Um, until it wasn't. Like, when... <laughs> The breakup started happening. Um, it's so weird to yeah, think like, that, like, uni and, and freshers week and everything like that was 10 years ago. Stop it. It's disgusting. I can't, I can't think about that. But I can... oh, that's a decade. Did that you guys then... even longer than 10 yeah. years, but... Iona, I don't know if you would have, Alex, if you weren't 18 yet, but did you go to the hypnotist in the union in freshers week? No. Do you know what? I was such a bad fresher. I didn't go to any of the freshers' fairs anything like that I basically 
found who I liked really quickly and then just went out with them. You went to the phone party. Oh, we went to the oh, did you go to that? So did I. It, it smelt like B.O. We did. We went to the phone party. I remember because I remember we both got, I mean, I was underage, but I remember we both got absolutely wasted. And I remember getting back and you being like, I'm going to go and shower in my clothes. And I was like, me too. <laughs> and then we both went to our showers and like showered in our clothes. To be and fair then, though, that foam literally stank of B.O. Oh, it was horrible. It was so it, grim. <laughs> it was suffocating. Oh, and do you know, gross. Remember, the really, well, remember that guy that came to our flat and introduced himself <laughs> and he was from the other yes. building? I can't remember. Oh, he was friends with our friend Elena. Yes. That was it. And then remember, he like was flirting with me and I was like, oh think I fancy him but then he was flirting with some other girl at the phone party yeah and we left and they were dancing and I was like fuck that guy yeah but then it was weird but then he we ended up getting together and then I broke up with him a week later and then he got back with her oh fuck's sake (laughs) is that wait okay I'm trying to remember who that was is that the one whose girlfriend was called Eve oh yeah maybe yeah that's my niece's oh. name. That's why I said. Okay. Oh. Okay. He had a beard and like long, swishy hair. No, that's that's a different person. Sorry. Oh, a different like, person. I've got yeah. I've got you it. went round to after we broke up. You went round to his apartment like a week later, drunk because we didn't have any food in our flat. He made me and toast. And you were like, oh, he made you toast, and you were like, loved him. He was a great guy. He made me toast. He did. He made Fair. me toast. He did make me toast. Yeah. So we've got yeah. lots to talk about for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. what's can be covered um so i mean clearly we've all had our share of fairly traumatizing <laughs> relationships God. <laughs> um you know i'm sure if i hear about your exes i'll want to murder them too yeah so, yeah um but have you had any particularly like funny or wild experiences Wild experiences. Don't lie. Don't lie. With every, with anything. This is whatever you want to talk about. Um, I mean, the first time I had weed with my ex was pretty nuts. That was quite funny. Because the there. No, we were like really dead against them smoking it, and then really, Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I'm now thinking maybe we should edit this out. (laughs) (laughs) And like, we were dead against it and really angry at them and stuff. And then we both went against that. And I had like a real, like, I thought I saw fairies and the room was spinning and it was really funny. Oh shit, really? Were you like proper hallucinating? Yeah, it was great. (laughs) Like in a good way. In a good way. That's yeah, good. In a good way. Because I've definitely in had like, a bit of like paranoia. Like, not, I'm not feeling this at all. What's happening? And then all of a sudden, boom. Yep. Oh my god, someone else on this call had an experience like that. <laughs> I think both of us. But no, but do you remember? Because it had hit me and Callum and you were like... This I was like, shit. oh yeah, yeah, because because I'm shorter than both of you. We were like 100% going to hit Olivia first. 100%. And then they both got high and I was like... <laughs> why is this not working on me and then it hit me like a ton of bricks and I was like oh my god I can't see and um 
I've, I've, like, we were just, I had the best sleep of my life ever. And that's what I can remember about weed. And I can remember laughing and eating a lot. But I have had paranoia. I have had that too. Twice I've, like, well, one time I had a panic attack. That wasn't fun. No. And, then... and, and like, I had this feeling in my head. I was like, somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to die. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was horrible. It, I, when that happened to me, I was in Australia and I was on Fraser Island and they teach you when you go camping there that you have to be careful of the dingoes and like the wild dogs and there's a way to if you see them you just have to act big and be really loud and stuff to scare them away because they will attack you oh my um, God. and they're like if if they're surrounding you go back to back so then you have eyes everywhere so anyway we all got really high one night and then we went down to the beach and one of the guys ended up swimming in the sea and it's like shark infested. Oh my world. And I was like, get out of the water. And then dingoes started coming and there was like six of them. It's like, in some ways I'm like, thank God I was high because I would not have coped. No, that's absolutely traumatising. So then we started like going, getting really loud and everything. But then when we got back to the tent to chill out, I just suddenly was like, everyone's in the sea. Did he come out the sea? Did he get eaten by a shark? Like, I can't breathe. And yeah, crazy. Oh my God. I think what's yeah. funny about your story is like when I, so the few times that I've gotten high, like I've had that feeling about people dying when they weren't in immediate danger. Yeah. You guys were all in immediate danger. <laughs> that was a relevant fear. <laughs> Absolutely. But imagine that. Yeah, obviously it was like heightened, wasn't it? it totally. Went, you're like, I have a genuine reason to feel like this. Almost makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, what did I do? So funny. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds absolutely terrifying. And um, <laughs> I mean, speaking of terrifying, Ghost what stories. stories do you have? <laughs> <laughs> oh my You're obsessed. Um, so there's been like a couple of things that have happened in an old house of ours. Um, that actually my aunt and uncle live in at the moment. And uh, so basically, my dad at home would always shout. He would never come and get us. He would just shout from like the other end of the house or downstairs, whatever, to get to, for us to come. And I was sleeping one night and my dad shouted for me. So I was like, all right, okay. Got up. I went down the stairs and walked halfway down the corridor and the corridor's like um one that when you're at one end you can see directly into the kitchen and um, when the doors open so I was walking down the corridor and then I saw like a silhouette of someone walking across the kitchen and then the house alarm went off and uh I was like kind of like came to and my babysitter at the time came downstairs and was like, Iona, why are you down here? And I was like, dad called for me. And Wilma said, your dad's not here. He's still away on business. He's not back for a couple of days. And I was, I swear to you to this day, I heard him shout me. And I definitely saw someone walking across. And that was kind of weird one day. Um, Is it an old house? I think, I think it's oldish. I I wonder if it's it's gonna sound a bit, I don't know, hippy dippy, but like, 
I think it's more the area rather than the actual house. Because oh, okay. my brother once woke up and said that he looked outside his window and he saw people in the garden, like, as if it was a town, but, like, walking past one another, but in, like, old Victorian outfits. I would have put him up for adoption if as that was my child. <laughs> I feel like I'm so what sorry. I know you're. Happen? I know you're 15, but you can't live with me. I had, I woke up and I thought someone was standing on the other side of the bed, at the end of the bed, like a black silhouette of someone. Um, and in our babysitter, I don't know, I don't actually know any of her stories and I should ask, but she's always said that that house has always been haunted or that mm-hmm. area has always been haunted. She like felt weird and it wasn't, it was a big house, but like not bloody ginormous. Um, whereas the house my dad has now in Scotland is really big, is really old, um, and Wilma has never once felt weird in that house. Isn't that so weird? Yeah. I don't think, Wilma's not like, claims to be like someone that no, speaks to like, a bit sensitive. She's like, she's ne- the, our house at the moment in Scotland, like it creaks and stuff like that, but you've never thought it was a ghost. It's mm-hmm. just the house moving. But in this sort of newer house, I think that's why I think it's the ground rather than the building. Oh, that is so creepy. Like, that is weird. Built on like an ancient burial ground or something. Yeah, maybe. Like on Family Guy. That's wild. Yeah. Um, Alex, have you ever like, and Iona as well? Do you ever like feel like somewhere's creepy, like like your babysitter did? Yes. So you can feel when there's somewhere that like feels like there is something there. I think because sometimes I get this instinct that I need to leave somewhere as soon as possible. Um, and I think that's why I would read is that feeling, honestly. Like, there's times where I'm like, I don't like it here, I need to leave. And I think that's my body telling me that I... There's something there. There's something happening, yeah. Question is, my friend, have you ever had that in either of my houses? No. Really? Oh my god. <laughs> Do you have haunted... Have you... Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, there's something in this house, in the kitchen... Like, it's a bit better now. But in both of my houses that we've lived in, somebody's died before we've moved in. No. And in my house growing up in... Let's not say the street that I grew up in on a podcast. <laughs> there, um, a woman died before we moved in. And, like, always me in my room. And it didn't matter which telly, which room I was in. Like, the telly just turned itself on and off. All the time. And it, but it was back in the day. Like, do you remember the really old TVs that you had to, like, push on? Mm. Gen Z don't slag us <laughs> the like, ones you actually had to physically push and I remember it turned on and I was like ah and like screamed um, and it never felt bad but it always felt like somebody was there and there would be like doors that opened and footsteps and it was just really creepy but here there's something creepy in the kitchen and I just don't know how to explain it like my ex-boyfriend and I we went on a ghost tour and we got back here at like one o'clock in the morning and I was like really scared from the ghost tour but I was just like, I feel like something's in the in the hallway and, I, and it's probably nothing, but I was just really creeped out. And then I just kind of said to my sister and my nephew, like, do you feel like mum and dad's house is quite creepy? And my nephew went, yeah, in the kitchen. <clears throat> and I was like, why do you say that? And he was like, well, one time, because he was like seven at the time, he said one time I, I was, um, I was going to get a snack and a glass just fell off the shelf. And I said to Papa, like, it wasn't me. Like, I swear it wasn't me. Because I would just tell him if I'd accidentally broke a glass. Um, 
yeah so that's what happened here so i was just curious to see if alex ever felt like that so i've never felt that in your house but what i will say is it's really interesting with your nephew because he already feels like someone who would sense that sort of thing totally totally like like you can because i'm sure you've told me that he's seen things like that before yeah so when he was younger he was in i think he was three or four and he was like to my sister who's the bad man standing in the corner Stop it. He's got a bat. Like, no. Yeah, oh he's got dark God. clothes on and a dark hat. Why Why is he looking at us, mummy? I also, I'm not enjoying your telling this story when you're, like, sitting in the dark. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I look at you look so o- ominous and, like... Right. Okay, if I turn the camera around here, I've got flowers, I've got sunflowers, I've got candles, I've got an elephant and a starlet. Like, it's not ominous here, I promise. No, it's just... Up. Like, see on the camera, it looks like... Yeah, like, absolutely. It looks a bit like paranormal activity. <laughs> okay, I'm turning my light up. Is that better? That's better. Okay. Because, <laughs> see, when you went back and then you came forward, your face would totally disappear, and then your face would slowly... <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looked like you were going to come back and you would be, like, fully possessed. Oh. No, 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 no. No plans to be possessed, touch wood. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah that's my creepy stories um I've, I've never i don't feel like that but my nan like someone died in, in one of our houses and um my nan said there's something really weird um in this one of the guest bedrooms and my mom was like how did you know that um because someone was murdered in that room. So the way the story went, I, I can't believe I complete I've only just remembered this. Um apparently someone who used to own the house, their wife was having an affair and then walked in on them, like sleeping together or something, having sex or I don't know, something like that, and killed them in that room. And my mom got so freaked out, so then got like a a god man to come in and bless the house and I honestly don't blame go her. around with holy water and stuff like that. But isn't that weird? Not didn't tell her anything. Yeah. Um and she just felt it. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean skeptics could skeptics could say it was just a lucky guess. Oh totally. But, uh, but... <laughs> but it was weird. Out of all the rooms. Yeah. It's some stuff like and probably most stuff could be explained, like, me being scared after the ghost tour probably could be explained by me being scared after the ghost tour. <laughs> but yeah. it's just, like, the feeling in the kitchen. And um, I don't know, it's just it's just weird. And especially with my nephew, to, to say stuff, like, almost confirm some stuff. Yeah, and they say kids are really intuitive, aren't they? Yeah, it's yeah, true. With yeah, stuff like that. Really... And dogs. Yeah, and another story about my nephew, um, he, when he was a baby... Uh, I think I've told you this, Alex, quite a few times, but on Christmas Day, so he was about three months, uh, we had to, like, all my family round for Christmas. They were all downstairs. So I took them upstairs just to change his nappy. And, um, like, he was lying on the bed, and then he, like, looked in the corner and then, like, started smiling and then started going like this. <gasps> Stop it. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was like... Way, listeners, that was waving. Smiling and waving. It was like... I hate that. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And I was like, do you know what? I'll just change the rest of this downstairs. <laughs> like, I like, held them together and ran down. I was like, I'll find somewhere. <laughs> and take them downstairs. Gosh. So creepy. I hate that. 
Oh, uh, and it's it, where I work right now, there's quite a few ghosts apparently. Yeah, okay. Well, they, mu- they must be in hospitals all the time. It, surely you'd get stories, both of you. Yeah. I, I seek them out like quite that. a lot, to be fair. Because <laughs> of who I am <laughs> as a person. But um, at one hospital I worked at, so when somebody dies, um, like during like last offices, when you're like cleaning the body and you're doing like last respects, they always say, don't they, Alex, like, move the, the table away from the end of the bed and open the window for their soul to fly away. And there was a part of this hospital that the windows didn't open. And they thought a woman had ended up stuck there because they always saw her like sitting in the dining chair table watching telly in her little like flowery nightie. The first, so if you ever go into a room and you find someone who's died in the hospital, the first thing that I would do is I would open the window like yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah. It's the first thing I would do. And then move the table from the end of the bed. Move the table from the end of the bed, yeah. Absolutely, same. Isn't it funny? And it's funny, That's, like, yeah. I'm not, like, religious at all. I don't believe in God. But it's funny how, like, y- you you do cling to the idea that there might be something coming to see them at the end of the bed. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it weird? Yeah. It is weird. And I think there's something quite comforting about it, maybe, that, yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. Like a ritual or something. I'm kind of glad we're doing it in, like, ghosty stuff and then other stuff so we're not going to be scared you always yeah, subject me to the terrifying shit like and then you're like okay go and live alone now perfect <laughs> i was about to say I, I live alone i don't know so sorry no, you about don't. that i do though oh no don't say i will that. facetime you anytime like even if it's just to like have something okay, background just wait four in the morning i'll be like oh my god there's something at the end of my way literally <laughs> look at my background it's completely overtaking my face <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, AB, do you have any, like, scary stories from work or anything? I, uh, I think I've given them all in the scary story episode. I've not had any since then. Have you got any more? No, baby, because do you know what? This is not my favourite subjects. <laughs> I mean, what about kinks? You, you can't go from scary stories, like, <laughs> and then jump on the kink train. This is thinking? my kink! What? This is my kink. What's your kink? This is Scary your stuff. Kink. Scary stories are your kink. Yep. What the? I'm only joking. Wow. I just love stuff like that. I find it so fascinating. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm. I like ghosts and stuff like that, but um, my partner gets really concerned about the amount of crime series I watch. Yes. So I get like really quite obsessed, and like, we were on holiday. Um, in Harris and we were walking back from one of the towns and because you're like kind of in the middle of nowhere all the time and if you leave the town and then you walk down a road there's like basically nothing until you get to your B&B or whatever so we were walking and um, this car pulled up in front of us and I automatically and like stopped and I was like we're gonna die see if someone comes out of that car and kills us right now nobody would know yeah like this is the perfect murder spot and this guy like pops his head round like to me looked like a little bit dodgy or like your very typical kind of murder look and was like you guys all right and I was like yeah we're fine guys (laughs) leave us alone he's like Oh, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. Um, I can give you a lift somewhere if you like. And I was like, no, no, no. 
just right over there and like don't worry about it he's like oh right okay because i live in that direction and i was like no it's okay we'll just walk it's literally just a second down there um and then he left do you think he was i was like that is so so weird uh my partner was like um it probably was just a genuinely nice guy you're okay and i'm like I know, but... I don't care. No. My, like, Margarino senses went up, and totally. I was like, am I fuck getting in your car? I am the exact same as you. I fucking love true crime and scary shit. To the point where I made my own podcast about it. Then I got to episode three and was freaking myself the fuck out. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so I got there. But I love stuff like that as well. I have so many books you can borrow one if you want i've got one that's like talking with serial killers and he interviews serial killers that are in prison oh wow it's really good a lot of the documentary series with stuff like that they're always really good have you watched don't fuck with cats yes so when i watched that i didn't think that was real i I I didn't realize that was a true story because it's so ridiculous and then i said to my sisters like oh how insane was that thank god that wasn't real and they're like are you serious that's an actual like true story have you seen it alex have you seen it (laughs) alex is like i'm not engaging in this conversation alex likes scary films pardon you do like scary films i like scary films i'm not huge on true crime as you know, I don't really care. I mean, if like someone put true crime on, I'd get into it, but I never have like the pull to seek out a true crime show. Do you That's, know what I mean? I love oh, true it's crime. It's like the only thing that Netflix Same. suggests to me. Same. <laughs> See, I've got like true crime, um, maybe some comedies, drugs, ghost stuff, and then Damien has like chick flicks. <laughs> <laughs> comedies were like literally our, our like the stereotypical gender of tv watching has switched with us yep it's ridiculous maybe i, I should marry like iona more on like damien's side here than yeah so you go with damien and iona and i will get married okay yeah sounds good and we'd have matching netflix all the time yeah it's like mine's is like horror films true crime friends <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it is maybe some mean girls the practical jokers, babe. Yep, practical jokers. And Handmaid's Tale. That is good, yeah. That's is brilliant. that Netflix? That is really good. No, that's Prime. Prime. Anyway, <laughs> we titled. <laughs> um, so Alex will walk you back to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I had a nice break. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about now, my gal? Well, I, like, I don't mind. I want to do, what do you want to talk about? You're the guest. Oh, no, 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 don't put that on me. I'm the most decisive <laughs> person ever. Don't, no, no, no. Oh, my God, Iona, do you know what we should do? Oh, God. We should yeah. tell them about anything but clothes night. Oh, see, this probably should have been my answer to what's the wildest thing you've ever done. Yeah, it should be. Um, Why don't you tell the story, my darling? <sighs> so, everyone's favourite club, Hive. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, theme of you can wear anything but clothes so basically you made your clothes out of trash did you ever go to that night Olivia? No I mean I was quite a hive connoisseur I'm quite surprised Uh, Baby I think this was when you were in your like Lulu's face Lulu's? I've never been to Lulu's in my whole life Why not? There was a club you used to go to that I never fucking went to 
picture house? Maybe. It was like first year. It was like yeah, it was first year. Half of first year. I don't uh, know right, right. If it ever became like an annual thing or like a... I don't remember it happening again. Maybe it has other ones. We never went. Oh, right, okay. Anyway, we, we all made clothes out of like bedding sheets, boxes, trash. I thought of tinfoil, like, I don't know why. And stuff like that. And actually, one of our uh, flatmates made the most amazing skirt where she like ripped up a duvet and it was like short at the front and then she had it trailing at the back and then she stapled tea bags all over it. Yeah, like, remember? like a bandeau thing. Oh my oh god. Oh my god, it was. Yes. It looks amazing. It was amazing. Is she doing and fashion? Then, if not, she should be. No, she did. No. She did um, media studies or film studies then or something she like that. Out. She went into teaching, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's me who did a bin bag boob tube top thing wait no box you box for a skirt yeah you had a box because I, I used a film to keep it up yeah I had a bin bag with like a belt around my waist yeah <laughs> I can imagine that being really sweaty it's particularly in Hive well I didn't really get to experience that although one thing about my box I thought it was bloody ingenious was I put the property of and then the name of my ex-boyfriend at the front and then around the box was rubbish chat up lines which i thought that's a good idea idea. i'm fantastic and then the bloody teabag dress came out and i was like fuck's sake anyway we were so excited about this night (laughs) alex and i and we were like whenever you start out a night in first year and say i'm going to get trashed it's never good because we meant it when we said it yeah. And to this day, I've got no idea how much I drank. I think we might have had like a bottle of wine each and then maybe half a bottle of vodka or something before we left. Oh, Jesus. Um, that was literally just you and I. Like, yeah, that was just us. That, was us. Just a, that would kill how I did it. That would kill us now. So why now I, I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we were resilient. Um, the livers were better then, you all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got a decade on them now. <laughs> um, and then we, so we, anyway, had our drinks and stuff. And then I remember getting on the bus and I was talking to a woman on the bus that had a baby. Do you remember that? I do. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. I don't really, I thought I was having like a nice conversation, but I'm just like, no, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> Cause I was basically being like, so where's the dad? Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I thought it was like, you know, when you're drunk and you think you're having a nice conversation with someone and it just wasn't. That's, yeah. That was that. Totally. Anyway, um, I actually don't remember getting off the bus, but I did. And I guess the rest of the story is up to Alex because I actually don't remember any of it, apart from when I got back to Halls. So I'll pick up from here. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow... Yeah, so somehow we got into Hive, right? Neither one of us were doing great. I won't lie to you. I don't know how we got in. Like, we were <laughs> off our fucking faces. So we went into the club, and then we were like, I know, let's shot three tequilas. Oh, this is good. And we'll get, we'll get three drinks each, right? So... found. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. So we did a shot in the chaser, but we downed our chaser. Then, before your, your boyfriend and my boyfriend even fucking got there... You got chucked out <laughs> because you were grinding against the wall. 
This was at half past eleven at night. <laughs> okay. And the hive wall, it's probably like covered in I condensation. Know. Yeah, so Iona had been grinding against the wall. So she went home. And I don't know why nobody went with wait, did No, so I remember I don't remember actually being chucked out, but I remember being put in a taxi by our friend the tea bag dress. Yeah, you were and, yeah. and she came back. Yeah, she came back in. So she just popped me in and was like, you know, take her to Hobbs. So off we went. And I remember falling asleep in the taxi and then waking up and needing... This is really grim, actually. I hope your listeners don't, like, switch off after I say this. (laughs) But then I, like, I threw up... I I was going to throw up. I knew I was going to, but I was smart enough that I didn't want to have to pay for The (laughs) the cleaning. So I threw up in my hands... And then when I got out the taxi, when we got there, like, kind of, like, chucked it away. You're like, seagulls, here you go. (laughs) And I I looked in the taxi and I was like, that looks fine. And then walked off, basically. I don't remember, like, I checked my purse. Back in the day, we used to pay (laughs) with cash. Never carry cash anymore. Oh, my God. Um, But you'd always take out 20 quid or whatever it was. And I had the same amount of money in my purse. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's gold. I didn't pay for the taxi because I checked with Lisa. Oh, whoops. So, anyway, I checked with Lisa and um, when we got back, she said, oh, no, I didn't give him money. So I was like, oh, what a nice man. Um, don't remember walking from the taxi to the um, building, the halls building. I was in bed and then I remember my boyfriend showing up in his morph suit um, and then I remember throwing up and it all being purple because it let was me, red wine that me, I had. Let's journey back right? Well, let yeah, let's journey me, back Yeah. Let me tell you what was happening in Hive <laughs> <laughs> while this was occurring. So Alex continued to drink which was a very bad plan and then the guys arrived at midnight and we were sitting on, do you know how there was that circle of seats? I know where this is going. (laughs) And I couldn't fucking sit up straight because I was so wankered. So it wasn't long before I was chucked out. So at that point, we all decided to leave. So we all got the taxi back. Oh, but wait, didn't you say to my boyfriend, you should go, Iona's really ill. And he was like, nah, let me finish by five drinks or whatever. Yeah, I think he shrugged for some shit. Like, he did something annoying, but... Yeah. So, Iona, did you get the taxi home? Alone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Crazy. What shit friends I have. No. <laughs> Not friends! Listen! <laughs> no, you, you, you don't have responsibility in this because you were just as bad. I was fucked. I probably would have gone with you. I was absolutely fucked. Anyway... So um, we then, so we got chucked out. So then um, we got the taxi back to hold. So you'd been back for about half an hour. And I remember, I only remember this because I was told about it the next day. Lisa, um, like, tried to limbo underneath, like, the bar. You know, it was the bar. So she tried to limbo under that. And then I was like, well, I'm going to do that. But I was fucked. So I fell over, like, really badly and, like, hit my head on, like, the pavement. Anyway, so fast forward to us finally getting to our building. I fall over in the lift and then pass out. (laughs) And eventually I get back to my bed 
and I honestly don't remember anything from the time we got into Hive. Um, this is all based on anecdotes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember waking up and like looking down at my arm and seeing this big black X, and I was like, "What?" Because yeah. in the club they didn't just put a small cross over the stamp; they did like a big full arm one. Yeah. If you'd been chucked out. If you'd been chucked out, yeah. yeah. That's quite extra. It's so extra. Do you know what I think? It's, yeah. so it's the only time I've ever been chucked out of a club. I don't think I've ever been chucked out of a club. I think I should have been chucked out of Hive before. I just haven't. Everyone I've been chucked out of Hive three times. Three times? What for? Three. Whoa! For going down alleyway? I love how I'm the... Ba- We're the bad influences here. <laughs> this is the delicate rose petal, whatever crap she describes to describe herself as. Yet she's the one that's been chucked out the whole Listen. time. Listen. I was corrupted. By <laughs> by who? I was corrupted by my babies. So mm. I should have been like chucked out story. that night in high for a field in the stairs, probably. Okay, but let me just disclaimer this because the only reason you weren't chucked out is because me and the bouncer were fucking cackling. Exactly. <laughs> you flying down the stairs. Right? Also, I'll and point out. <laughs> another good friend of mine, Iona. I was lying on the dance floor in Hive like, ow. And she fucking laughed. And a stranger had to help me up. <laughs> me, me and that fucking bouncer were like... The were strange like, big guy, like, taller than me, was like, come on and picked me up. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't breathe. And now like, I can surprise the bouncer and piss himself because, like, we were like... <laughs> Bent over laughing. Oh, it was so funny. Um, And I can remember being like... Like, there was a glass on the stairs. I didn't just fall. Like, I stood on a glass that somebody put on the stairs, and that's why I fell. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and I was like, fuck, I should sit. Like, I could sue. I've got a sore back. And then somebody was like, no, no, no. Like, the mafia own hive. <laughs> so, if you put in a complaint, like, they might come for you and your family. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Seriously. Like, deadly serious. Do you think that's true? I don't know. But if, if they're listening, like, you nearly broke my back. No. The mafia are classy well oh. but they like nice establishments. Let's fair. put it that way, don't they? Fair. I fair. never understood why the alcohol was so cheap though. I know that it's because yeah, they watered it's it down hundred percent. Is it to sell it that cheaply? I don't know. Oh I think you're right. Is it not? I don't think I think well we used to have nights where like, I don't know, a vodka lemonade was fifty P. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. And I don't think shots. you can do that. I think it has to be at least like a pound fifty or something like that. Um, All I know is that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday... It's free entry. No, it wasn't always free entry, but Sunday to, Sunday to Thursday, I think, was always one pound drinks and one pound fifty shots. Monday to Wednesday, or Sunday to Wednesday was free entry, I always remember, and on other days it was three pounds. Yeah, <laughs> I have Tuesday was like the ultimate night at Hive. Right? I was a Wednesday st- stronghold. Was Both. that the cheesy night? That yeah. was the cheesy night, yeah. Okay, so as like a former emo, stroke still an emo, um, Tuesday night was... Uh, was that like the kind of like rocky indie night? It was like rock indie. There was, like, I love that night. Cause, yeah, Tuesday was such a good cause night. Because they played like Arctic Monkeys and like really old like, good songs. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so many good, good memories. You could not pay me to go to Hive now. 
I I don't know. I kind of want I want to be that tragic person in their late twenties that goes into hive and be like rediscover it. But I think I'd feel so old. I'll go with you, Luna. I won't, but love you both. (laughs) For the germs, I can't do it. I can't. We have to go in drunk though, because I I think once or twice I went in there sober. I know it's grim. Like one or two drinks, and it just stinks of sick. Oh my god! I don't know. I've just thought. I've just thought about the moment that you decided that you were going to keep me forever. I've just remembered it. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. Because I don't. I don't remember this commitment I made. Right, that's rude. Okay, (laughs) no, I do remember it. So we were going to go to camp one night, right? Mm Mhm. And you were like, oh, I just really can't be fucked wearing heels. And I was like, why the fuck are you wearing heels? We're trainers. Oh. And I, have, you have never had a better night in your whole fucking life. I know. Like, I was like, I'm so comfortable right now. <laughs> You're like, I can walk and my feet don't hurt. I can walk. I think I might have ran around the dance floor at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that has actually changed my life, by the way. Cause that, well, for better or for worse, I can't wear heels now. That's nah, same. <laughs> Same, same, same. I really struggle. I'm the exact uh, same. Yeah, I'm just saying, that was the night that you were like, this this Alex bitch. She knows her shit. She's not bad, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Hive, Hive, oh God, I don't, well, actually, speaking of tragic old people at Hive, remember the guy that you, like, were going to meet, Alex, from Tinder? Oh, he was like, yeah. 30-something, 33? Four? 34. He came to Hive with you and you're 21 or 2. That's trash. I'm sorry. Wait, how old were you? So I, so he was 34, so I must have been 22. Oh, that's okay. Age-wise, age is okay. Him coming to Hive isn't. <laughs> I'm going to call no, out. but I bet you, was that your last date? <laughs> I mean, it was a first and last date. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Although I don't know if that was... I think you probably was like, God, I feel old. I don't think he, he bought you strings, did he not? I mean, so the funniest thing about that was... <laughs> so we, it was me and Callum that went, right? And he met us there. And um, we were like at the bar ordering drinks. So we ordered... So as you know, I usually ordered like two vodka cranberries, right? Mm. Two pounds. And then Callum got out his wallet to pay because lol, when I or paper drinks. And um, oh my God, I do paper drinks. Like that was just being... I was just being annoying. Anyway, right, so then he was, this guy was like, oh no, I'll pay. And I was like, oh, excellent, we'll have three shots then. <laughs> <laughs> so I ordered three tequila shots. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he was pretty shocked at the bill when he saw how cheap it was and was like, oh, actually, that was. Was he like, get bad. six more? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, probably. The tequila but, and hive. Oh, it was just all gross. Oh, I, I love the um, cocktail jugs. Me you too. Jug the pictures. Were they not like four pounds or something ridiculous for like a full yeah, picture? Yeah, stupid. Like that. But I think it's a bar now. I'm not feeling that. Well, I probably will never go again. If I'm they totally might change it back now that like COVID restrictions are easing. Maybe. That is going to be like a COVID breeding ground yeah. if it opens again. It's like a That's petri so dish. True. Thanks yeah. for changing your background, Alex. Looks like you're at the library now. That's my actual. That's my actual I know, background. I know, but because it's blurred, <laughs> it looks like it's a library. Oh, that's because I read books. Cool. Like <laughs> <laughs> conversation ender that one. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. What about, is there anything else that's funny and drunk that they've done? I mean, I'm sure Iona knows all of the antics. I mean, like, we were drunk. I mean, we used to go out, like, five out of seven nights. I used to, I went to Hive till five, eight times in a row. I think we did that, probably. I think we deserve OBEs for that, honestly. Yeah, I know. I don't, I honestly don't know, like, because I would remember waking up and going through Tyler's room and being like, oh my god, are you okay? And you'd be like, no. And then I'd be like, we're going out tonight though, yeah? And you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I can remember getting on the bus home from, like, town, and people would be getting the bus to work, because it was like... Oh, half five six. Oh, I had such like I I went out. Was it Hive? I can't remember. It was somewhere in Edinburgh, and I did go back home. And I got the bus back to halls the next morning at like six a.m. Or no, no, it wouldn't have been that early. It might have been like half past seven or something. And I was meant to be doing. So I did a hospitality degree. Or I started out doing hospitality degree. Uh, in my first year then I changed the business and with the hospitality thing you had to do like a cookery course Um, and then at the end you did like two days where one day you were cooking in the kitchen the second day you were serving and you like you switched over in your different groups but it wasn't like anything at uni that wasn't compulsory or didn't go towards my grade I didn't do because I was a terrible terrible student oh yeah and um, I went back past the restaurant school thing on the bus, looked out and saw the head of like that department walking into the school because we were meant to be like as chefs were meant to be there in like an hour. Um, and I was like sitting in the bus with a paper, like a crisp packet getting ready to throw up. And I'm like, I'm not going in cooking today. <laughs> So you're like, Iona's not cooking tonight. Iona's not cooking There's tonight. no chicken tonight for us. Yeah, I was I was awful. I um, I mean, there was quite a few chefs. They, they, if someone wasn't there, it was fine. Or if someone wasn't serving, it was fine. But, like, I should have done it and being a good person and team player. But I was terrible. Yeah. So I'm, so, I'm sorry to all my fellow students out there. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wasn't feeling the studying part of uni at all. It's so funny when you think about things that, like, we did when we were, like, Er, like late teens early 20s and I'm like I would never ever do that now I know yeah I know same but I feel like I wasted that part quite a lot but I knew uni wasn't for me but I didn't know what else to do yeah and it's so hard like when you've left school because I feel like there's huge pressure for you to just go to uni for the sake of going to uni sometimes yeah definitely especially at my school because they um I don't know if yours did this but they would like send out a book and then right next to every leaver's name what university they went to no um uh, so they would do that what university you went to and or if you took a gap year but you're planning to go to this uni or whatever well that's huge and pressure I remember my friend from the year below me decided she didn't want to go to uni she wanted to go to college uh for what she wants to do and they didn't write down what college she went to they wrote that she was taking a gap year <gasps> So that's how much they were like pressurizing you. That's like borderline child abuse, honestly. A little bit, yeah. It was crazy. Well, it's definitely like, what's the word? I don't know if if manipulation is the right word, but it's. It's toxic, though. Yeah, yes, a toxic psychological environment to be brought up in. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a bit. I remember kind of like getting quite worried about it at school. 
and my um housemistress was like you know you don't have to go and I was like well what else will I do Uh you're not giving me any more options basically the adult person talking inside me now whereas before I was just breaking down but um I was like what what else am I meant to do after school um I mean in some ways I'm glad I went to uni because I wouldn't have you wouldn't be friends with that like yeah met my friends I've learned a lot about relationships Um, (laughs) and (laughs) um did a work experience that has led me to do what I do now so I'm not that mad about it but everything happens for a reason everything happens for a reason it is so like real the pressure to just go to uni straight from school Mm. even if it's not necessarily something you want to do like if you could go back now I like and I would never change like how I've done things but if you could go back would you have done the same thing would you have gone to uni and done the same course no no I don't think really? I would have been straight from school either oh actually I knew you didn't yeah <laughs> what, I, mean, what, <laughs> I was so surprised if if I was promised that I would still meet the people I met and like mm-hmm. and that stuff then 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 absolutely no I wouldn't but um obviously like I met you guys there and I'm I feel very lucky and very blessed that I have met you guys um, but in terms of like choosing a lifetime career, it's a very big decision to be forced to make at seventeen. Yeah, totally, completely. Yeah. So I just think that I'm probably not alone in saying actually it, it was wrong for me. Yeah. Mm. I I kind of like it wasn't necessarily really wrong for me. Like I still enjoyed it, and it's I'm so thankful to now be able to do what I do. But if somebody had told me that you could have all the same friends but not have done that degree first I probably wouldn't have so what do you think you two would have done if you hadn't done the degrees that you did I think I would have just tried to do my second degree as my first fair enough honestly yeah I probably would have went into like creative writing or like journalism so I could do editing something like that I think I would have Oh, girl, it's never too late. I, do you know, though, the idea of going back to uni makes me want to vomit. So, but remember, no, your idea of uni is going to do a course that you don't actually want to do. Imagine you were, like, learning how to do something you absolutely love. I know, but it's, like, essays, and I just can't be fucked. <laughs> Have you thought about doing, like, um, online schooling? Like, online university? Cause like, I, even I the open uni? She's done, like, countless degrees. It's disgusting. Um, While well, working a full-time job. I mean, maybe. I mean, do you know, I'm I'm pretty happy where I'm at at the moment. Um, Fair enough. And it's one of these things, like, even after I had the degree, like, it would be a slog for quite a while. Totally. Um, and, you know, I'm all about the graft and stuff, but I just, not at this point in my life, because things are already so manic here, that mm. I'm happy that I've got a stable job and... Yeah. And to be fair, like, just because you've got a job that's not in creative writing doesn't mean you can't do creative writing. No, I know that. I know that. And, like, I am, like... You can do it on the side if you have time, but... Yeah, exactly. But, like, just if I went back, I would want to do... Because I think yeah. there was so much focus around not just doing a degree, but doing a degree that would lead on to something. And Absolutely. And I know that doing, doing a, a creative writing degree will not always mean a job in... Creative writing. Creative writing. Totally. Was... Is that something, or did either with you two, did your parents make you feel like you had to do a degree that led on to something? I wouldn't say that they made me, 
But I, I think that they were definitely very realistic in that. Because I, mm. I nearly very... I nearly did music at uni. That's what I wanted to do originally. But I didn't want to be a music teacher. And my mum and dad were like, you kind of need to ha- have something. Mm. Because it's almost like a bit of stability that if you have something, you're going to be guaranteed a job. So I, I don't yeah. think it came from necessarily a bad place, but... Just a practical A practical place. place. Yeah. Like, you're, you know, even if you... Like, cause in, like, second year of nursing, I was like, this isn't for me. I either want to do medicine or go and do music. But, like, right now I'm not loving it. And my mum and dad were like, look at it as, like, a stepping stone. Mm. Like, you've already got half a degree. Keep going for the other half kind of thing. Mm. So I don't think it was ever from a bad place. But, I mean, I definitely didn't feel like I could have gone and done, like photography I think they would have been like yeah. what are you doing you know or something like that <laughs> yeah because you're no guaranteed there's no guaranteed job no what about you Alex um I think so my parents were always very supportive I think they did want me to do something that um like you you know they're very realistic like my mum didn't grow up very wealthy at all and, you know, she worked really hard to get where she is now. So I think there was, like, that whole do something that will lead to something else. And that's fair enough. And I agree, actually, because mm. while it would have been great to do a creative writing degree or a history degree, it's it would have been difficult to do anything with them. Um, yeah, the only thing that, like, with stuff like that is with music and with history and, and or English as being a secondary school teacher or a primary school teacher. Exactly. Was kind Which of is my not viewpoint. what I wanted. Mm. Um, so I I think like I could have done it, but I don't I don't hate that I did what I did, to be honest. I just I knew it was never right. Yeah. Like from the day of my interview, um I knew that it wasn't right for me. Mm-hmm. Um and I still have moments where I'm like that I don't I don't want to do this. But you know. Like I say, I'm happy where I'm at at the moment and um I'm just gonna see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um and what about you, Iona? What was your journey through uni? I know you said you started hospitality then changed and Yeah, 'cause I I mean I quite like I enjoyed hospitality in the sense I it was quite I don't know quirky might not be the right word but like customer service based and like talking to a lot of people and meeting a lot of people and they're quite fun the people in the industry are quite fun to be around um but my god it's a lot of hard work like mm-hmm. I would never realize how almost like labor intensive it is I mean okay I can't really say that you're a nurse and a doctor uh, so I feel a bit stupid to say that <laughs> I couldn't do what you do, basically. Let's put it that way. I couldn't do customer um, service, though. I couldn't. It was, yeah. And, like, you know, you have a lot... There's a lot of really, really fun moments, but then there's some moments where people are right arseholes. Yeah. And um, I guess almost like you guys, what you would probably see as well. But, um, yeah, it just wasn't for me. Uh, so I changed business. I was like, oh, let's just do a business management degree. And uh, it's nice all round. I can do anything from that. Yeah. Um, can I remember anything that I learned in that business management degree? Nope. Um, but 
the work experience that we had to do at the time I was like oh maybe I'll do retail and then I worked at a jeweler's and then from there I was like oh jewelry is quite cool and like gemology and stuff like that so then Mm. I ended up going down that route and I really love it so um yeah I guess in hindsight you I'd be like well I would have just gone straight and done a gemology degree yeah but actually at a university I think I'm right in saying this but at the time that I went to uni, there wasn't such a thing as a gemology degree. You could do diplomas, um, which is what I did. But now Birmingham University are doing proper sort of degrees and masters and stuff in it. So oh, cool. but I don't think that was till further down the line. Um, but I would have maybe gone down the sort of jewellery, some sort of jewellery degree of some form. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm learning enough from my job and kind of on the side that it's fine. Yeah. But my dad is a bit like your dad, like, was quite practical. So even at GCSEs, felt a bit like I was making a massive life decision because I wanted to take art. And he was like, why do you want to take art? Artists only make money when they're dead. And I was like, okay. Savage. <laughs> I was like, well, you could do a lot of other things than paint, paint paintings like Picasso, Dad. But that's cool. <laughs> um, but just, you know, you can see where he's coming from. But is this the perfect moment to just tell everyone how much I love your dad? Oh my god, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> see, when I told Alex that my parents were getting a divorce, it was like the happiest day of her life. Was she like, um, so he's single? This is my number. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, Cloud, when are you going to start calling me mummy? <laughs> You're like, I'll never try and replace your mom. <laughs> oh, no. Disgusting. Disgusting. I love him so much. This is a good uh, point to... weird, Olivia, because, like, what? You, I, he FaceTimed me once in halls, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't know what... It, I can't even remember what my dad and I spoke about, but I came off that call and you were just like, he's amazing. Oh, this is number one simp from that day. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, this is a good uh, time for you to plug your jewellery. Yeah. Yeah. So I do work full time at a um, gemstone wholesaler, but on the side, I make jewellery and sort of engagement rings, bespoke jewellery for people. Um, I have an Instagram page which uh, is Oni O N I Jewelry London, and um, you can go follow me on there. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't posted in a good few weeks because <laughs> life's been a bit hectic, but I'm still around. Um, so yeah, if you want a special special piece of jewelry made, give me a message, and that will be in our <laughs> show notes too. So if you missed out or whatever it'll be in the show notes relatively cheap because i don't have a shop and stuff let's just put that in there as yet well. you will so you will yeah. you will girl we'll manifest it for you we're manifesting it thank you i would love for alex to manifest and journal it for you but oh my god get off my fucking back <laughs> i'm in this fucking journaling do you journal iona no i don't do you meditate no, I don't. Watch, watch, Olivia's gonna hang up on us. <laughs> Iona, do you do you have a wellness journal that sat for six months unopened? <laughs> I just want the best for your brain, gal. 
listen, it's, do you know what? It's not like I look at the journal nightly and, and think, fuck Olivia, I'm not going to write in that. <laughs> I just genuinely don't think about it. You're like, fuck her and her strawberry milkshakes. And throw it away. <laughs> oh, yeah, all love strawberries. Oh. Yeah, all of her, like, strawberry-flavoured sweets but it's, but yeah it's not like i'm like i'm not doing it to spite you i just don't remember yeah but i remind you and then you're like oh no i'm reading ace planet barbarians <laughs> and i'm like um put the alien penis down <laughs> and better yourself better your brain but what but, uh, i don't i'm my brain just doesn't work that way i don't how does how does it help you so like your feelings i've already got them in my head i know what's going on do you know what i mean or is it, it a bit more but it kind of takes them out of your head and it means that like ah oh, that's that gone the side burn it yeah and but also it helps with like so there's like gratitude part so you write what you're thankful for so instead of you waking up and thinking ugh, you kind of wake up with like actually i've got a lot of stuff to be thankful for yeah she she used to write I get, I, I, for me until i didn't journal and now she's like fuck her i actually did I've, I've always got an alex entry because you are such a good friend and, and, and ellie but um then you betray me and oh my god i'm okay i'm okay do you know what do you know what right tomorrow is the first of september i will plan to do my first journal post tomorrow okay oh my god we're gonna message you in that group chat oh my god evidence i want to get matching ones we have matching ones you can get one i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) there's no there's no reading between the lines with you no, like, no, see, but see when Olivia was like, look at these journals, I should have been like, I won't do it, but I didn't. But I look didn't. at them, they're so pretty, they're, like, personalised with well, your name. See, I could spend hundreds of pounds on paper chase, oh. and I never write in any of my notebooks. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing better than getting some new stationery, though. Oh, yeah, no, completely get that, but I never use them. My sister no. got me this pen from Next, this little butterfly one. I love that. Oh, you don't like butterflies. I know, but it looks cute. Okay. Actually, you know it's a bee. You don't like bees either. I don't mind bees as much as butterflies. Oh. So we good. Um, well, we've been speaking for an, over an hour, guys. Yeah. So, this well might done. be in two You're parts. I know. This might be in two parts. It might be in two parts. Um, just to keep you on your toes. But thank you so but much. We would for... love it if you would come back, Iona. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening. I... I feel like you should just be a reg. <laughs> <laughs> Because regular was too much to say. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. It's been good fun. I'll definitely come back. I really feel like if you listeners watch me. No, they will want you. I really think you should come back for a Red Flags episode. Because Agreed. we didn't get Red Flags today, but I really think that I would like you on that episode. Because I think I have, I have both hands. Yeah. I've got a lot of Red Flags to say. Me yeah, too. I would love that. We've got like a red tarpaulin sheet from all the flags we've create, like collected over the years. <laughs> What was it someone put in my book club earlier? It was like, um, more red flags than a communist march or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh my, oh, my favourite one will always be when you say you're Sandra Bullock and Bird Box around red, fla- red flags and it's like, <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate AF. I love that. But thank you so much for listening and Iona will be back. Yes, she will. For our Red Flags episode. We love her dearly. So we'll put her Instagram in the show notes. And our Instagram is 
at I Will Die on This Hill podcast. And you can email us on I Will Die on This Hill podcast at gmail.com. And we do have Patreon, but as, we're still not fucking. Uh, we're on week nine, and we've still not done it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll get we've there. Got, we've got stuff for the tears, though. We've seen stuff for the tears. We've just not set it up yet. Yeah, I know. So. And we've got merch to set up. We have. We've got all I of this. Can't wait for the merch. Oh my god, we're, we're gonna we're gonna make t-shirts. Sorry, <laughs> we're gonna make t-shirts that say, uh, "Life is too short to be low maintenance." Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Because mm-hmm. it is. But thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.